Hello, everyone. I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to another edition of Rural Route, the program where we gather every day at this time, no matter what time change we're on. And what we do when we gather is continue to address the issues between rural and urban America. Hank Bogler checking in from North Spring Valley, Nevada, who was the first person I personally knew that threw a fit about the fact that twice a year we change our clocks just to prove that we are still sheep and can continue to follow orders. Uh, hey, hey, no, what did you say, sheep? No, lemmings. I said lemmings. Sheep are smarter than that. <laughs> Yes, lemmings. Sheep are smarter than that. Comrades, we teach you lesson twice a year. You must conform, you stinky Walmart people. We've got to make you heal. We are in charge. We are so much smarter than you. Yes, that's us. Uh, COVID, that should have taught you lesson. Ha! Boy, isn't it something? Are you, are you, are you, I, I like, I like fast time, but it's still totally in St. Arizona and Hawaii, he said, stick it. Mm-hmm. California, Oregon, Washington, the the east, the, the west coast, the left coast, they want out. Nevada wants out. And do we get it done? Oh, no, we cower to the federal government. I actually like it. It gives me an extra hour in the morning to uh, get done my radio and get it, you know, in the dark, and I enjoy the daylight in the evening. Yeah, no, it, it's a, it's all of the amounts to is somebody is in charge. Somebody twice a year, yep, uh, you know, sleeps in his office, and twice a year he changes the clocks, one hour forward or one hour backwards, <laughs> and you know he. You, wait has, a obviously you think there's actually a bureaucrat that's sitting there at 2, 2 a.m. saying, okay, it's time. <laughs> We're going to change the clock. I, I believe it. I don't think what, what, what is the point? <laughs> All the statistics say there's more car wrecks, there's more suicides, there's more everything that's negative when they change well, the time. Well, now, you, yet, now you've figured out why they want us time. to do it. Don't you understand we're in a depopulation mode? Okay. Yeah. Okay. That working for me. But, you know, uh, and, and, and boys and girls, think about this. Communism has never worked anywhere it's tried. Now, whether you're on, no matter what your politics are and what's going on in Ukraine, you got a bunch of ragtag people that have had freedom for 30 years as a sovereign country or a, or a corrupt country, whatever. But they've had a taste of freedom, just like the Americans had a taste of freedom by coming to America against the most powerful army of all. But these bureaucrats are all white Russians that run the armed services in Russia. And they send a bunch of conscript kids over there. They look really good in the parade, marching along, because that's all they've ever been taught to do. And it's a job for somebody in a country that people need jobs, so they join the armed services. And they send them over there, and they're, they're getting shot right and left. Everybody's getting shot. But they're the army that should have walked in there in one day and got this done. And everything they've done has been a bureaucrat's bungling mess, because that's what bureaucrats 
wind um, up doing. Nobody has any incentive. They're actually to go just forward. following the script, Hank. No, I don't even think anybody's getting shot well, anymore. I, did you, you know, see no, the Did no, you no, see no, the video trying, the other you're day? You're trying to line me up, huh? Did you see the video? What video? The video of the reporter reporting in front of fifty-seven body bags. Only the wind came up no. and blew the body bags off the people laying there, and the people who are dead in the body bags literally reach up and pull the body bags back on top of themselves. I didn't see that. Oh, no. there, there are tons of videos like that that are surfacing. They're, they're, they're news accounts. They're not just people showing. These are people trying to act like they're giving news stories to the BBC and whatnot. It's all fake. So nobody's died over there. No buildings have been bombed. No people are leaving Ukraine to go to Poland, Romania, Slovakia. I That's have, all fake, too. I I have no reason to believe any of it at this moment. And, yeah. and then... Okay. I, I don't sh- know what to say. I should have known this, but it, I was told within the first 24 hours of the whole Russia situation, and I, I don't, it didn't resonate with me, but I now researched it, and I know here's what I know for a fact. We have put $5 billion of our taxpayer dollars in the Ukraine since 2014. And I can show you the White House document in 2014 where Obama's talking about we're going to rebuild the Ukraine. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And we're going to put Joe Biden in charge of all of this. As vice president, he's in a great spot to do it. We can document that Hunter Biden has received $50,000 a month from these Ukraine, the uh, Bermisa, Bermuda gas company owned by the oligarch the Jewish oligarch in the Ukraine, who also financed Zelensky starting a TV program in 2015, the same year after all of this was built, called Servant of the People. This was a TV program where Zelensky, an actor, a comedian, was the president of this TV show of the Ukraine. And after two and a half years of a TV show, they decided, you know what, we're just going to start a political party, Servants of the People. And then Zelensky became the president because they still think they're living a TV show. That's all documented. And so we have an actor, comedian, who, by the way, I'm told, is the first actor in the history of the world to become a billionaire, not a millionaire, like Tom Hanks, the most wealthy actor in the United States, a billionaire because he's acting like he is running a country. It's the most fraudulent thing. It's it's even more fraudulent than coronavirus at this point in time. And I can document every word Nobody? I just shared. Okay, that's fine. I'm not arguing that there's always two sides to every story. But I think there are people that are dying. I think there are buildings that are being blown up. Maybe not. Maybe everybody's uh, eating ice cream with Pinocchio Joe. I have no idea. And I will tell you now, as you well know, I've said it before, that the Biden administration, the Obama administration, they were equal opportunity extortionists they got money from ukraine they got money from russia they got money uh, you know we're now going to give iran a nuclear bomb is that fake too i don't know uh, i i don't believe anything but i see this on tv every night the 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 bombs going off all these kind of things that's a uh, the greatest choreography in the world it that's is. all that's going well, on no, it's nobody's right behind hurt the nobody's dying little kids are not dead nothing huh 
I can't. I'm sorry, I can't handle that. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. But we're I, being it, played, it, irrespective of the reason. It's it's just like that's going on in this country, irrespective of the reason. The middle class is getting shafted with these prices, with all of this inflation. It's the it's the great unwashed. Always it's always a rich man's war and a poor man's fight. But there's something going on over there that is against humanity, the ordinary people. And if all of these people are getting rich or getting bought off or whatever, that part probably will never yeah. change. But it looks like to me that somebody's getting hurt over there, and it's the ordinary people walking down the street. Well, I see a lot of feeds from people in the Ukraine, and they they have a completely different story than what you see on TV. I don't watch TV at all anymore. I completely quit, which gives me a different perspective. But one thing that we do know is that the planting season in a very instrumental country in the world for global food production is being disrupted. Nobody can argue that. And there are four, four bioweapon labs that we now admit we funded, we funded them. We don't know exactly what's in those bioweapon labs, but I believe that that's what it was all about. Something's in those labs that we need to be protected from. Again, it's the people outside of the inner circle. The Russian rich, the Russian generals, same thing in Afghanistan. There's several languages being spoke all over Russia. And when they went into Afghanistan, the officers couldn't even talk to the enlisted men. Poor man's fight. And most of them were first cousins to the Afghanis anyhow. And they just hammered on, hammered on, and hammered on. And that appears to be the same thing that's going on. If it was all choreographed for the press, it looks like to me that the Russians should have walked in and uh, Zelensky hand over the keys Take his billion dollars or whatever he's got and leave. You know, Hunter Biden extorted, but that's not even in our news. Uh, he, uh, the Russian folks, the mayor of, of, uh, Russia or Moscow gave him three or four billion. Uh, China gave him money. Everybody's handing out money for party favors. So I, my personal opinion, of the whole mess is, is Putin can do anything he wants because he, Joe Biden, he's called him up already and said, hey, we got we got film and 11 on you and Hunter and the whole mess. You want to get popped out? You want to get impeached for sedition, for treason? We got you, stud, so you leave us alone. Real route. It certainly looks like that's what's happening. More Hank Logan right after this. Welcome back. Roll route, Trent Loose alongside Hank Vogler. Uh, I, I'm sorry, I should be equal opportunity disclosure. John Kerry, Nancy Pelosi, Mitt Romney also have sons who were paid off by the Bermuda, uh, Bermuda, Bermisa Bank, or excuse me, gas company. So there's no doubt that. somebody's trying to cover something up. That is the absolute, there's nobody going to argue that. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, We are a little isolated out here. The newspaper shows up out here about a month late, and uh, other than the TV, uh, 
there's not much information that we can get. And we try and watch uh, the more conservative side of it because the the press that's in bed with the Democrats don't even put it on. You know, they don't mean nothing to them. They're worried about climate change. And they want $10 a gallon gas, so we all are going to be driving electric cars. I couldn't even get to town in an electric car or pull a horse trailer. Mm-hmm. Well, they want electric vehicles at the same time as they announce they're going to destroy four hydro-producing, uh, energy-producing dams on the Klamath River. Apparently, we want more electric vehicles, but we're making less electricity, so that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Well, you know, it's all about control. It's all about the inner circle of people, you know, and it's corrupt throughout. Here, Look at my deal. I just got the news. It's two miles on a county road. I need to cross. And because I stood up to Southern Nevada Water Authority when they tried to take my water rights, not to send the water to Las Vegas, but to irrigate livestock, stock water. But yet, that's hypocrisy. That's a lie. That's perjury. The Taylor Grazing Act doesn't allow federal, state, county agencies at the at the Forest Service or the BLM. There's no thing in there. There's no but no federal agency, county, state agency that can run livestock on the BLM. So I hide in the brush for all these years, begging the the BLM to get it straight, to straighten this out. I'm not asking for the whole permit. I'm asking for the permit that is black sage and steep country, sheep country. And because of dereliction years before SNWA showed up, SNWA has so much power, they're persecuting me as though I'm criminal while they turn their back on a totally criminal act Mm -hmm. by Southern Nevada Water Authority. I mean, it's unbelievable what they're doing. It'll cost me over $5,000 versus got to hurt them every day. Anyhow, walking across properties that I've used and seen used since I got here in 1985, can't do it. And they, and I was stupid. They drug me around by my nose. Oh no, we'll take care of this. No, no, we'll figure this out. Show us a route that you can use. And they kept waiting and waiting and waiting. And no decision yet. Then they lied to me. They said, well, it all has to be done by the solicitor general. She writes an email back to my attorney. And no, we don't have anything to do with that. It goes right back to the Ely office. They made this decision. So Friday afternoon, after several phone calls, which they wouldn't answer, I had to go to to their, uh, even though the front desk said, oh, yeah, they're here. They're in the office. Everything went went to the recorders, voice recorders. And I get the email, you can't cross it, you'll have to truck your sheep. So I have to take my sheep, put them just before shearing in a truck. They'll be covered with manure, probably knock several thousand dollars off the value of that wool because it'll be dirty. And and then I, I, I bring them home because 
They say, well, they have to do a NEPA process. Remember me telling you a thousand times about the NEPA process? Mm -hmm. They can do a categorical exclusion and do it in five minutes. But what they're saying is they've got to have 90 days, 30 days public put out to the public, 30 days for public comment, 30 days for a response. So now I won't be able to use my force permits. Now I won't be able to go. I mean, everything they're doing is to destroy 50 years of hard work just because I dared. I dared to ask a question. How can you go along? You know all the rules and regulations. You guys all go to school to learn the rules and regulations. Southern Nevada Water Authority, with all of its abuse of power, all of its people, and now you dared to ask questions. You dared to contest their illegalities. So we're going to break you in half, and that's what they're doing. I am. I have spent over a hundred thousand dollars so far. And I tell just you, just on attorney my operation fees. Operation does not have just on attorney fees. And and I and and I, and I have just haven't gotten other than you know the the slow process. They won't even show me my files. I've asked to see my files. I don't get to look at them. We've had FOIA request after FOIA request it's been ignored. I mean, this is this is. Uh, this is what your government has become it, at every level. I don't care if it's the Environmental Protection Agency or what it is. But the, they don't care. They want to, to have all their little inside plays. And how dare you ask questions? How dare you think that you, you have the First Amendment, the right to even say anything? And they all know that the Hammond people were my friends mm -hmm. for years and years. I testified in federal court for the Hammond people. The people, the the attorneys there said that I got them off of most of the charges with the pictures that my wife took of where we were at at the time that the fire, I mean, everything about it. And they well, are domestic terrorists. In all honesty, you you're, you're, you're kind of like the last amigo standing, to be truthful. But what's the point? But, you know. Well, I mean, uh, Hank, Hank, there is only one point, because what has been happening and taking place that I now clearly see, I thought it was just about taking away our property rights. This is a global crippling of the food infrastructure to produce food at every turn. The rampant, the aggressive approach that they're taking, trying to get CRP acres signed back up. The destruction of irrigation to to irrigate crops, to feed people. It's happening in every country, not just in the United States. Now I see it's not just a United States phenomenon. There is a global effort to create a famine. And you happen to be one of the last pillars standing in the way. Well, there's, only, there's not that many acres on this earth that's outside of the ocean that's conducive to agriculture. Mm -hmm. It's mostly grazing land. Yeah, 74% is cellulose material can't be used for growing crops for people. That's of the landmass. That doesn't fires. count the water. Yeah. And they have huge fires. All of these things, because they don't take care of their light fuels, all of these things are based on uh, taking away, you know, if you control the food, people will do just about anything before they starve to death. And if you want control, this is the way to do it. And the people that are going to starve first 
will be the people in Africa and parts of Asia, India, places where they can't feed themselves. The two things that we have always been great at, and that is fossil fuels. We were fossil fuel independent a very short time ago. Gas was a little over $2. Uh, and food. We have, we have always been the masters of food. Well, what? yeah, you're right. What are the two things being attacked the most? And what are food the and energy bureaucrats? Yeah, food and energy, the two things that everybody needs. Mm-hmm. With, if you eat, there's a lot of energy attached to that food, whether it's a truck, the lights in a slaughterhouse, whatever. Mm-hmm. From the time that that you send those calves to town in a truck, a diesel truck, or in a in, in a, a trailer, and you haul them to the sale, whatever, that's fuel went into that. There's fuel in farming. There's fuel, fuel, fuel. Five, five hundred, five hundred man hours of labor replaced by one gallon of diesel fuel. But we got to go to a break. We'll be back with more Roll Route second half. Hank Bogler after this. And for a moment, let's talk about Certified Piedmontese. You as a cattleman had the opportunity to be a part of a brand of beef program. That means you get paid for the quality of beef that you produce. In this case, we're talking about tenderness as a quality attribute that the consumer is willing to pay for time and time again because consistently, consistency in eating experiences driven by tenderness. Marbling plays a role, but tenderness brings them back time and time again. We need to have cattle coming back time and time again. That's why I say that you need to get more information about signing up to be a part of the system. Now, there is a misunderstanding. The certified Piedmontese does not mean purebred Piedmontese. It's Piedmontese sired calves, your cows. You just use the sires via semen or natural service. On your cows, sell the calves back to Lone Creek. $180 ticket over market price. LoneCreekCattleCo.com Welcome back. Roll out Trent Luce alongside Hank Wiggler. Uh What I can hear you say is that you really, the, the cost of hauling these sheep home on a truck if that's $5,000, that is minor compared to the stress of the sheep, compared to what will happen to the quality of the wool, compared to all of the things above. It's actually in the best interest of the sheep not to go on that truck, is what you're saying. Well, it's cruelty to animals when it doesn't have to happen. You know, the sheep have been on the truck before, I have to admit that. And they'll probably line up and load fairly decently, and they'll be hauled. But it, yeah, it's going to stress them. It's going to it's going to devalue their wool. Uh, and then, the thing of it is, is where my private property is, where I shear. I'm surrounded by somebody else's allotment. So if they're going to enforce and make we go through a 90 day process. And if they're going to enforce it on all my operation, I won't even be able to shear on my property. I won't be able to dock. I won't be able to go anywhere. I won't even be, when I bring those sheep around, I won't even be able to unload them on my private property because it's about, oh, three or four miles 
that the permit belongs to somebody else. Well, if it has to be a 90-day process, and the thing of it is, is if they wanted to do something, they've already taken away the tip of pass allotment for me now for two years because I dared to I dared to challenge them. So then when I challenged them, then that brought the timetable forward of the suspension of the use of the Tippet Pass allotment. And the west half of it has never been in contest. It's the east half of it that has been in contest. But it was them filing water rights on the west half. You know, they did the same thing down in Wilson Creek, trying to destroy ordinary family ranchers, trying to get by, and Southern Nevada Water Authority buys a bunch of ranches. They admit in sworn testimony that they are a state agency. Well, state agencies are not supposed to be running livestock. Over the years, even since they've shown up, the Department of Recreation has turned down before they showed up. Nevada Department of Wildlife wound up with a ranch south of Ely. They don't run livestock. They can lease that permit out to private enterprise. You know, everything they do, they have exempt license plates. They don't pay taxes, nothing. But the BLM is allowing the hypocrisy of, and they go to school to learn the rules and regulations. They can't say, well, I'm not a lawyer, which is their stick now. They've been to school. They know what the rules are. There's not one person in there that doesn't know this is a lie. But they're punishing private people that have worked very hard. And what are they going to get? A gold watch? They're going to get a, a retirement? They're going to get that anyhow. So they're lining up with an illegal grazer because it's a path of least resistance. And they're being banged on the head from somebody up above. I mean, it's just, yeah. it is so blatant. It is so ugly. But there I sat. Mm. Ordinarily, to come all the way from Indian George, it's about 72 miles away. At five miles a day, takes a few days to get. And, and I can cross, if they'll let me, around the Tippet Pass allotment. Won't even touch it until I get to the county road, county road 893 which is way on the west side, not in contest with anything, county road for two miles, a couple hours at most to walk mm -hmm. down that county road and then duck off again and stay away. Oh, we got to do a NEPA. That, the NEPA Act it has never been touched, never been changed, never had nothing done to it. But it is the big club. They can get Western Watershed, files, suits, everybody in the world. Right. Well, and you have this working against you, is that the political scenario is uncertain for the future, so they got to get it done right now while everybody in that entire bureaucracy from the White House to the Ely District Office is working against you. Yeah. And what about, is she the, is that Howland lady, the lady from the Hopi Indian Reservation in New Mexico? I believe it's where she's from. I don't think, I don't know. She might be a, a Navajo, but I think she's Hopi. 
she's the head of the whole deal. But what do you have to be a a, a liberal Indian <laughs> to get <clears throat> to to get any help? I thought they were going to help the uh, mm. the downtrodden minorities. What happened there? Well, you know what? You should change your name. Your name is what? What too? What? Too. It's too German. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you're half Indian, <clears throat> half German, but you you're recognized as a German. You need to be Hank stands alone, and then you're going to get but, something done here. Well, then I'd have to be a Lakota Sioux. You know, uh, it's it, it, I I I didn't get to choose my relatives any more than you did. You know. <laughs> Uh, my my grandma Vogler, the 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 family legend is is that Grandpa Vogler, the German, traded a horse for her. Uh, my mom's grandfather was a tribal policeman in Oklahoma, in the part of Oklahoma that they put the Seminoles in that they could catch the ones that run into the Florida swamps. Mm-hmm. So you know, yeah. I I thought I, she was a for Cherokee, years, not. Not a Lakota Sioux. I'm not. No. Part of the family was Cherokee that helped in the in the American Revolution. Right. And 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 wound up with properties in North Carolina and then Andrew Jackson or whatever during the they when they started moving all of those eastern tribes to the Oklahoma Indian Territory, then know anybody, couldn't even speak the language. Well, they were there long enough that uh they married into the Chickasaws, who I think were from that kind of in that Oklahoma country. And then you, they moved there to Washington onto Chickasaw Flats. We just in eastern Washington. We just stumbled onto something that I can't believe I had not thought about before because I I really believe at the even at the core of the thirty by thirty, it's that the white European settlers stole this land from the natives the indigenous people need it back and i think that's a lot of the motivation the unspoken motivation that people don't talk about you are half indigenous well so far that and 50 cents to get you coffee anywhere <laughs> but starbucks you can't even use free internet at starbucks for 50 cents <laughs> oh probably not <laughs> have you ever been to a starbucks <laughs> a couple of times but you walk up and say do you just have some coffee coffee and they act like that you broke wind or something that is they don't a true story because i do it all the time they're like you just want a black coffee <laughs> like yeah that's what i want <laughs> yeah. yeah what's wrong with that so yeah no i and they got the same flavor same taste of coffee uh, at any fast food Restaurant, and in fact, a fast food fused food restaurant usually is turning over enough coffee. The coffee's really fresh and it's good. So you know, if I see a Starbucks and and then I and you can usually if in Nevada, uh, most of the, a lot of those Starbucks are in the casinos. Right next to it be a whiskey bar, and you. You ask the bartender, hey, can I get a cup of coffee? And they'll bring you some great coffee yeah. for free. Yeah. I know. I don't go to Starbucks myself. No. So I, when are I the shares coming? I can... 
They should. They're supposed to be here on the tenth. April tenth. Yes. All right. And Becky Becky wrote an article, and and I sent her some pictures of of, of Chairman Mao and myself, and the and the things we do on the ranch and all that kind of stuff. So I don't, but I I don't even know where that's printed. I guess it's in Protect the Harvest. It is. Uh, is it up some, yet? Uh, it ought to be pretty quick. I think. Kind of sounded like. Yeah. And that- it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, and then we got, uh, uh, I've got a, a, a news outlet that's supposed to be here pretty quick that wants to help me. Uh-huh. Uh, he, he works for Las Vegas and, and, and Southern Nevada Water Authority two or three times has tried to get him fired. So he's kind of fired up about talking about it. Uh, so, but again, the financial burden on this family is just, you know, if I didn't have bankers that have trusted in me for a lot of years to do the right thing, I mean, if they just called tomorrow and said, you're done, uh, I'd have to drop everything. Mm-hmm. I can't afford to continue to do this. It's just. Well, it, that's their it, plan. Their, their, own, just, their only plan is to yeah. increase your cost of compliance that you can't afford it. That's it. So, I, you know, you when. When you get a bill for five hundred dollars an hour, and you go, oh, and I became like maybe I should have been a a barrister, a lawyer. I mean, my goodness sakes, that seems, you know, and they've got to be as frustrated as me because it's obvious it's it's a it's the guy with the three walnut halves with the with the marble underneath. They keep moving it around to where you never find the marble. Never, never get to the point. Yeah. The shell game continues. We've got one act of the shell game left for this day, and we'll be back and do it after this. And now we talk about immune health. We talk about health in general. The world's authority on nitric oxide production, Dr. Nathan Bryan, explains. We've got about 14 COVID clinics around the U.S. where we have a a nitric oxide drug trial going on. I'm exposed to COVID probably every day. You know, pre-COVID, we as humans are exposed to viruses and bacteria every day of our life. That's just the world we live in. Some people get sick, some people don't. Why do some people get sick and why do others not? It all boils down to their ability to generate nitric oxide and to have certain things replete in their body like vitamin D, zinc, vitamin C, selenium. If you're nutrient deficient, you're going to get sick. If you can't make nitric oxide, you're going to get sick. If you do all these things, you can be exposed to, to COVID or any other virus, and your immune system nips it in the bud, and you don't get sick from it. It's really that simple. We're going to change this ordering process up to make it simpler. Go to loosetailsmedia.com, loosetailsmedia.com. There will be an order mechanism there, and if you want more of the science, I'll get that to you from Dr. Nathan Bryan. Loosetailsmedia.com. It's N-O-2-U. The the product's the same. The place you get it is different. Welcome back. Trent Lewis alongside Hank Vogler. On the Ides of March. We're almost at the Ides of March. Pretty much there, huh? St. Patty's. Day's coming up too, you know. Erin Gobra. Yeah, I don't know anything about St. Patrick's Day. Well, I don't either, but it's uh, everybody's part Irish when that one comes along. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
Nobody right. becomes part Indian on the celebration of Wounded Knee. You know, nits grow into gnats, I think is what they said. So, killed all them women and kids. So, I, yeah, they don't celebrate that. But the Irish fighting with the, what was it, uh, St. Patrick, who wasn't even from Ireland, supposedly uh, drove all the snakes out of Ireland. So, anyhow. And the it Irish go to church on March 17th, and we go to the bar. Yep, you got it. Yeah, Father Noel. Well, St. Patrick's Day, I'll tell you. We, we go to church. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep, totally different deal. And I learned that when I was in Dublin in 2012. Yep. <laughs> oh, I just got a note, Hank, and a... This is almost related to what you and I are talking about. And I wonder why we don't have more discussion about this in the United States. But I got a note from a friend of mine who I was communicating with daily during the Canadian trucker situation. He's from Alberta, and uh, he's back now in Alberta after 30 days in, in Ottawa. He said that he is now working on Alberta separation. How come we don't talk about leaving the union more? Why are we just all sitting here saying, what's he going to do to us next? Let's take the next step. Well, until it's your ox that's being gored, you know. What's the adage? When you have troubles, half the people don't care, and the other half are tickled that you got trouble. Yeah, I mean, that's a true you know, story. It's, you know, you just... Until until it affects you directly, and and I'm hoping that with what they did at the schools, with the masking and the COVID and all of that stuff, and made the made the parents mad. I mean, you've made a real bad mistake there. The 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 teachers union has been running the teachers and 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 the governments for a very long time, and all of that stuff, and uh, uh, teaching the kids in the third grade about transgendering and all that kind of stuff that hurt them COVID hurt them now the price of gas the price of fuel everything is the chickens are, are just piling up on their doorstep they're not even roosting they're cackling and and hopefully it woke up enough people that there will be a, a bloodless revolution at the ballot box you know and and, and uh what did they pass a 1.2 trillion dollar uh, ominous budget, and they passed pass it in the middle of the night, and it's 2,700 pages. Nobody even got to read it. I can and tell you what's in it that nobody's talking about. 21 percent increase for congressional staffers. Well, of course. You know, and and I did not know people that, that it's a customary. I mean, the, the congressmen get like one hundred and seventy nine thousand, like right right at one hundred and eighty thousand dollars. Some of their staffers get as high as two hundred thousand, and it must be a customary practice that you put family members as staff, and so they pass really? part of the the ominous ominous bill is to give a twenty one percent pay increase 
buried in this bill, which the lead item was, we're sending more relief to the Ukraine, which we've already spent $5 billion on since 2014. But yeah, the 21% increase for congressional staff people. Oh, and we're not going to send 10 cents to build a wall. Correct. Uh, to slow things down at the border. Or 10 cents to, to uh, ensure a safe electric grid or to uh, buffer up any of our energy supplies. Nope, none of that. But we'll probably incentivize more people to come in illegally. And everywhere you look out here, they're wanting to put in a wind farm or solar farm and, again, displace the ranchers that have been using it. They went up in, in this one place in Idaho, I was told, 400 windmills and, I don't know, tens of thousands of acres and displace the people that have been grazing there for years. Once again, food. Uh, solar farm, they want to put one down here south of, of Ely, right out in the in the best part of the feed of the whole valley and displace the, the livestock that have been using it for over 100 years. Food, all these things, yeah. You know, it's hard not to believe they're trying to have people hungry enough or the price of food so high that they are totally dependent on the government. And no government anywhere has been able to run agriculture. They're terrible at it. They were terrible at it in the Soviet Union to where like 95% of all the fresh fruits and vegetables came off the little family plots. Uh, they had combines, but they couldn't displace the people. So they had the people shocking the grain and then throwing it into the combine. I mean, communism does not work. But if you drive the prices high enough and the government says, oh, we'll take care of you, don't worry. Well, look what happened just with the COVID deal. We still got millions of people sitting at home that don't want to go to work in their minimum wage jobs they no that they had before. To. They have no reason no, to. No, the government's paying them. The government's paying them. So that's what, you know, that's where we're headed. More government dependency and it doesn't work. You have to be on the inside. And obviously, oh, dumb, dumb headed, hard headed Hank Voger is not on the inside and is questioned. What the heck's going on? And just for questioning this, it didn't start with this Southern Nevada Water Authority deal. Every time I go in there and try and do something that will even make things better for the government, yeah. they won't let me do it. I put in the entire water system at my own expense, spent thousands of dollars because they wouldn't help me. They tried to stop me of that, but it was the, the water troughs, the big rubber tired water troughs were all put in previously disturbed areas. And the water is all now frost-free. They used to freeze up in the wintertime. You know, all of this stuff. Fixed up the black tanks. Fixed up everything. The water system. And what do they do? The horses eat me out of house and home, and I ask them if they'd gather the horses. And the same gentleman that's putting these parameters on getting my sheep home said, there's lots of people's horses that need gathered worse than yours. And oh, yeah. You only had 6,000 on your 287 head allotment. 324. <laughs> Let's be honest now. 
<laughs> I'm gonna write that down. Three, two, four, not six. I don't know why I got two sixty-seven in my head. <laughs> well, and and that the worst of it is, is that's in the entire herd management area. The stuff that, that I have control of, there's only supposed to be 167. But yet they, you know, but they were they were about to die, and the the guy that takes care of the horse program put his foot down, so they allowed him to gather. 3,000 head out of six. And if they counted 6,000 head, you can guarantee there's more than that. Yeah, exactly. So so now I've spent three-quarters of a million dollars in the last two years buying hay for my cows. They're all on private land. I'm supposed to be on the – I can stay on the outside till, in that allotment till June 15th. And I can't do it. I haven't been able to do it for two years, and, and – it's, and the price of hay, you know, it's cheap, just like the price of gas. So, uh, you know, all of these things, uh, it's a little hard to not think that this isn't a personal affront to the Need More Sheep Company. Well, I'm telling you, you're just part of the puzzle. And um, I'm also telling you that from now on, your Henry stands alone. Yeah. And you know, my daughter, she come home. She, she was, she was always a good cowgirl. Good with the last rope, good with the colt, good, you know, and she always wanted to come back to the ranch and she wants to carry on the company. Up until then, this was just a giant white elephant that was probably going to be sold to uh, some, uh, somebody with a sack full of money and then what would I do with money? I, you know, I'm, it has no value to me. Yeah, you couldn't even fill your I diesel can... pickup with it. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Buy a suit of clothes. You know, to learn how to play golf or some stupid thing. I mean, yeah, this is my life. This is my bucket list. This is everything I worked for for 50 years. And it's all about to be snatched away. Not because I did anything wrong, because the government doesn't want to expose the fact that they've been doing something wrong and knowingly, knowingly complicit, aiding and abetting an illegal act. If you're an attorney or a CPA and you knowingly violate the terms of the law, you can lose your license forever, just like Bill Clinton, just like Barack Obama. You know, they all lost their life uh, licenses to practice law over violations of not paying attention to the laws, breaking laws. Mm-hmm. But the BLM evidently is exempt from all of that. I don't know. It's crazy. That'll do it. We have successfully journeyed down the road connecting rural and urban America and once again illustrating that there is a force amongst us that wants to create a man-made famine. By the way, nine of the ten greatest famines in the history of the world are created this exact way. For Hank Vogler, Trent Luce, we remind you that all roads do lead to a roll route. So this week I'm headed back to North Dakota, believe it or not, and this week Northwest Landowners Association is going to have a meeting in the upper northern plains. I'm getting a tremendous number of discussions about this CO2 pipeline, and the Northwest Landowners Association will be addressing that in Bismarck on Wednesday. So 
keep abreast of all of my broadcasts because I'll be coming out with a plethora of information about what these land encroachments truly involve as it involves wind energy, as it involves the CO2 pipeline, and anything else that may come about, including 30 by 30. So Wednesday from Bismarck, North Dakota, Northwest Landowners Association. And then next week I'm back in North Dakota, third consecutive week. It will be three 30 by 30 meetings, Bontano, Harvey, Stanley. So see you in North Dakota next week.